بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وصحابته والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد Does bad things happen to good people? Yes, of course, 100%. Our deen tells us that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in his holy book, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ma asaba min musibatin illa bi-idhnillah. وَمَنْ يُؤْمِنْ بِاللَّهِ يَهْدِي قَلْبَهُ وَاللَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَيْنَ عَلِيمٌ Whatever afflicts you is through the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whoever believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah will guide his heart. And Allah has knowledge on about everything. So our deen teaches us that whatever happens from good and bad, it doesn't happen except to the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we say the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, does it mean what is rida'un? Because sometimes a person, something bad happens to him. It can be sometimes because of his, of a sin that he may be committed. Or sometimes a person is doing good and something happens to him. So it can happen when a person is doing good or bad. But whatever happens to a person is through the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It does not mean now if a person was doing good and something happens to him, that Allah is punishing that person or something like that. We should not look at uh, things that happen in our life as a punishment unto us. We should take lesson from whatever happens to us in life. If it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had not given respite to the mujrim and the criminals, those people who intend bad in the world and do bad to other people who oppress other people, who take the money of others, who kidnap small children, who murder innocent people. Had it been the respite of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through them and his design for giving them that respite, then Allah would have taken them to task immediately. But obviously this, this world Allah has created as a test so sometimes a person is doing that bad from their side. If Allah wanted, he could have stopped that bad. But that bad sometimes reached the other person, the oppressed person. The oppressed person will get higher stages by having patience, will be cleansed of his sin. But the person who perpetrated that act, he will have to answer. Even... In the ayah of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask those people who buried their daughters alive that what sin have they done? 
these souls will ask the, the perpetrators that what sin have I done that you have killed me. So know that sometimes things happen to the permission of Allah but not through his ridha, not through his happiness. This we learn from the ayah of the Quran in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that if you give thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whoever gives thanks gives thanks for himself because if he gives thanks for himself he's not going to make Allah any greater but he's giving thanks Allah is going to raise his status وَلَا يَرْضَى لِعِبَادِهِ الْكُفْرِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another ayah and Allah is not happy with his servants kufr for them he's not happy for them to disbelieve to be ungrateful but people disbelieve people are ungrateful but Allah is not happy with that but that will take place that is happening to the izan and to the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah has given us the choice so you must understand that in this world dear friends and listeners that what we see around us if it comes to our table comes to our fore then we have to practice on what is uh, said to us what the sharia tells us how we should react to that situation how we should be in that particular situation the mujrim the criminals those perpetrators and so forth and so on they will have to answer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sometimes allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide the perpetrators give them islam like that of Wahshi radiallahu an, he killed the most beloved uncle of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Hamza radiallahu an, which is also the foster brother of Rasulullah sallallahu Yes, one of the greatest of martyrs, and Wahshi had waited in life for him on the command of Hind. Oh, at that time, was not a Muslim. And he lie in wait for him until he assassinated him. And and plus they mutilated the body of Hamza radiallahu Rasulullah was very, very perturbed by this. He kept this inside of him, this, this grief and sadness. Time had passed from Uhud and Fatu Makkah take place after so many, so many years. Six odd years after that. Five to six odd years. As they went in victorious into Makkah. Wahshi radiallahu was those people who accepted Islam on the Fatah of Makkah. The Prophet asked him to not show his face to him, not to appear in front of him as though to provoke those memories and instincts again and those emotions of sadness. But, لَيْسَ لَكَ مِنَ الْأَمْرِ شَيْءٌ وَيُطُوبَ عَلَيْهِمْ وَيُعَذِّبَهُمْ فَإِنَّهُمْ ظَالِمُونَ You don't have a matter in it, O Prophet if Allah should punish them or Allah should forgive them or should turn to them in Tawbah. Because they are the oppressors. So we learn from this that whatever happens, whether it's the coronavirus, whether it's whatever is happening around us, our perspective on it is that those people who are behind these type of things, trillionaires trying to uh, monopolize the economy and so forth and so on uh, they will definitely have to answer but a Muslim 
whoever goes through this type of sickness, whoever goes through this kind of hardship, will be raised in status, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all ease from our problems and difficulties. Dear friends, the most important thing today, I feel, is how to handle our situations, how to handle our grief, our sorrow. Because many people are going through many different types of things in this world. Especially we had COVID which came and uh, wreaked havoc onto the world's economy. There's not a country that has been spared uh, from the aftermath of, 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 of COVID. And we're still going through this pandemic. So, people have lost businesses because of that. Some people have lost lives because of that. Those people have lost businesses, lost it overnight. Especially thereafter we had looting as well. So, many things have happened to people. Some people, whatever they have had and built up for many years, the empire, the business, they lost it within a few hours or a few moments. All in front of the eyes, it just came down. But Allah tests us that way, dear friends. And He can give us from you everything again. Some people have been tested with their health. Some have been tested with divorce, homes, children have been hurt, spouses have been hurt. Hearts have been broken. The children are helter-skelter, here and there. Motions mixed up. These are true events which happen on the ground. Broken hearts are everywhere. We do have the answers from our Sharia, but we have to be sympathetic to our fellow Muslim brothers and sisters. And as to humankind at large. They may not see the solution at first. But we have the solution from the Quran and the Sunnah. The solution didn't tell us that, you, that we'll never be tested. Then we wouldn't have had solutions to problems. We had to have a problem and then have the solution. Allah made it such. Allah didn't say we won't have the problems. Allah says He has the solutions to your problems. This is how we should react to the situation. So we should imbibe these type of doctrines, what the Sharia have taught us, how to deal with these type of problems and difficulties. How to master our emotions, dear friends. We are all weak. We overcome by emotions. Allah has placed emotions in us, placed the heart in us, placed feelings in us. So when we go through something, sometimes it can bring us to tears, bring us to our knees and at those times, those vulnerable times we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah sees that condition Allah accepts all to us removes that difficulty sometimes it takes a little bit of time a little bit of patience sabrun jameel, beautiful patience and then Allah will remove those type of difficulties so today is how to manage our problems and difficulties. Yes, sometimes it becomes overwhelming. People have been tested to such a point where they've been, uh, they've been shaken. But uh, 
they were shaken to such an extent that the Prophet and those people that were with the Prophet said, where is the help of Allah now? They were tested in jihad, tested in striving and struggling to such a point where there are minorities fighting majorities, asking where is the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how to manage our situation, how to bring calm to a rough and a stormy weather or to a rough ocean, how to bring calm to that. Because our lives sometimes end up stormy. You know, there's a saying like, when it rains, it pours. Sometimes you're in a difficulty and then another difficulty comes. And then another one comes. But as I say, you know, it can't rain forever. It's not going to be raining forever. It's not going to be cloudy forever. And the clouds are going to be removed. And the sun is going to shine through. And the light is going to come through. And that's what we have to embrace. That definitely, if good was not going to, if good can also not perpetuate. Example, if good, we get tested with bad sometimes. And how can bad perpetuate as well? Bad will also finish and good will come as well. And Allah says, these are the days that we rotate amongst mankind. The days of good and bad. The days of riches and poverty. The riches of days of health and of sickness. And of life and death. And of marriage and divorce. And of stability and instability and so forth and so on. But if we keep our nerve and keep our calm at these times, put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah will remove that, and Allah will become our guardian and our friend. And let those who believe then put their trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The right of how we should be doing that. Leave our heart with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask Allah what we want. Allah never said we mustn't ask Him, dear friends. Ask Him and beg of Him to remove those things. Draw closer to Him by giving charity, by making salah, by helping others, by advising others, counseling others, trying to remove some difficulty from another person, having empathy for others. Struggles are not only external, dear friends. Sometimes struggles are internal. External troubles like loss of wealth. We see it, the person, we see the poverty, the person enduring. Sometimes the destruction of wealth, property, so forth, so on. Those are outside things which a person can see. But sometimes there's an inward problem, an inward calamity of sadness which nobody can see. And grief. Sometimes all a person needs is a pat on the shoulder. I need a hug, a warm hug, a kind word, a word of hope, a dua, a prayer. These are all the things that will help us to traverse in this dunya. Yes, if Allah wanted, He could have given us Jannah in this world, but that was not ordained. What is ordained? is in the next life there will be Jannah and, Jah- and Jahannam and there will be recompense 
So if Allah wanted, He could have just given us everything in this world. And that way it could have been descended from the sky with great ease. Or it could have been flowing like rivers. Or it could have been huge as mountains. Our world could have been huge as mountains. Those things are not difficult for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah has placed this world, placed us in this world so that things rotate amongst mankind. Our provisions rotate amongst each other. We are indeed we're not dependent on each other, but we are interdependent. And that's where we come in a picture to help each other. That's where the Ummah of Muhammad comes on a social level. Because you have an infiradi level, an, uh, an individual level, where ourselves, you know, we need to help ourselves, we need to come out of our own problems, we need to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, hang on to his rope. But on a social level, where we help each other, where we communicate with each other, where we build bridges, where we cement relationships, where we help each other. And assist one another on bir righteousness, taqwa, God-fearingness, consciousness of God Almighty, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Assist those things to happen so as to build such a stability of that, of good, to promote good. Do not create environment, create, promote evil. Because evil will devour eventually all of us. If we don't create an environment of good, then the evil will come for us as well, those people who are trying to do good as well. But we have to promote an environment of good. It's not just for ourselves, but an environment so that people around us also can benefit from that environment. And I leave you with that. Those two things, that let's create an environment of good, whether it's in our homes or around us as we move, have a positive impact on people, insha'Allah ta'ala. And the other one is that how to manage our situation, to be not be overly excited when we're in a problem and overly nervous and anxious. But insha'Allah, knowing that Allah is with us in this problem also, handle it with calmness and handle it with gentleness, insha'Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for each and every person that's listening here today. وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين